Hello and welcome to a belated episode 191 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Sorry for the delay. I was initially planning on getting this out Friday, the day after Thanksgiving in the States, but I got sick. I actually got sick on the way home from Thanksgiving dinner in the car. I'm like, man, I don't feel good. Like, put the window down, get the cold air in your face kind of thing. And then I uh, went home and took a nap. It's like, maybe I just need a reset. Napped for a couple hours, woke up. I was like, oh! You know, tickling in the throat, tickling in the nose, tickling in the sinuses. Like, oh, I'm getting sick. Because um, my daughter, who had her birthday on Monday of last week, which been the 21st, uh, we went and uh, I saw her, had dinner with her. Beautiful night. Her boyfriend was sick and did not attend, but she was obviously the typhoid Mary carrying the disease with her and then on thanksgiving she was sick she wore a mask but she was sick herself left early shiny forehead just out of energy and then i came home i didn't feel well woke up like oh i'm getting a cold and then on black friday the day i was going to do this podcast nope sick just a gross stuffed up constantly nose-blowing coughing machine absolute disgust gross 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 and that's what i've been doing since then it's funny because i was gonna have a six-day weekend uh my co-worker quit another one yes another one quit um and his last day is this coming friday so i took my pto that i have to use by the end of the year my time off uh Right up front, just slammed it into this holiday weekend because I can't really take any off over Christmas because now there's no one there to uh, cover the office. So I had this big six-day weekend planned. Oh, I was going to do podcast. I was going to do bonus podcast, patron podcasts. I was going to start a project. I was going to even work on, I've got some graphic design stuff going that I was going to look up for merch, maybe a new logo. But no, I spent the entire weekend in bed or just sitting watching YouTube on the couch. Basically just that, you know, you know when you're sick, just that glassy-eyed, and then I would nap, and then I would nap all day. So when it came nighttime, it's, you know, 1.30 in the morning and I'm awake, bored as fuck because I'm restless and not tired. And then when I lay down... All the gunk in my sinuses just pours down into my chest, so I wake up. Caught. It's just, well, you guys know what it's like. <laughs> you guys know what it's like. Yeah, Mark, sounds like you had a cold. We all get them. They suck for a few days. We get it. You had a cold. Now you're getting better. Obviously, you still have it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not um, nothing heroic or noteworthy other than, God damn it. So, so oh. I'm going to be coughing. Okay, here it comes. I'm going to hit pause. You're not going to hear it. And what drives me crazy is the coughing does nothing. I can cough and it doesn't bring anything up. It's like rattling around in the very top of my chest, like in my collarbone area. So I have to go. It's gross. Everything's disgusting. Theravada Buddhism has a meditation about the human body to help 
remove attachments. It's just, you meditate on the following. Head hair, body hair, skin, nails, teeth. And you meditate on that, and it's supposed to remove the attachments to the physical form and remove the glamour that it has because we're animals and, you know... Well, we're all adults here. We all know how silly and dumb it is, how sex is preposterous, and then remarkably important in the moment, and then as soon as it's over, it's like, oh, God. Look at this place. All right. Anywho. TLDR, I was sick. I'm still getting over it. Obviously, you can hear it. Uh, But I want to get this podcast done because it's days overdue now, and... um, Although I don't feel great, obviously, you can hear it. I'm fine enough. I have the energy. I have a bounce in my step kind of thing that I didn't have yesterday. Had I gone through with it yesterday, I would have been like, here's Paige and Plant. You know how this goes. So I wanted to bring a little pizzazz. Oh, my God. When I said pizzazz. (laughs) Oh, my lip split. Yeah, because my lips and my nose, because you blow your nose a trillion times, it dries everything out and gets sore. Fucking misery. And it's all little shit. So do you men when men get sick, they turn into babies. And I just don't know. It's true. But because getting sick sucks. So la la la. All over their map, Mark. I am. So let's focus. Pull this in. Part two. Page plant Tokyo. February thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. By request. There's a few more to go on this because it's a good ass show. Uh, I am going to be fairly brief because we got the history done last podcast. And if you don't know the history in, in the uh, setting the stage for this for this show, um, go back and listen to part one. You should anyway because there's really good stuff on it. But the long and short of it is, Beige and Plant toured uh, the world, meaning America and, I don't know, probably Europe, in 95 on their big unleaded reunion. First time they were together since the since the end of Zeppelin. So, 15 years. And after that, they had a, had a large band. Robert was adamant. Robert held a lot of the cards because this reunion was originally going to be for an unplugged. Remember MTV Unplugged? Yeah, they wanted Robert to do an unplugged. And, uh do some Zeppelin tunes. And he's, Robert's like, well, if I'm doing Zeppelin tunes, I should really do it with Jimmy. I mean, even though he was doing Zeppelin tunes at this point in his career. Um, so in 93, on his Fate of Nations tour, he met with Jimmy Page. <laughs> Jimmy Page. No, Jimmy Cliff, the reggae star. Um, in Boston, at a show I attended, and my friend... To my shame, for almost 30 years, I called him a liar. Because when he went to the bathroom, he came back to his seats going, he goes, Jimmy Page is sitting at the sound desk. I'm like, fuck you. Jimmy Page is doing sound for Robert. But turns out Jimmy Page was sitting at the sound desk. Not doing sound, but he was sitting at the board watching the show. Because after that, Jimmy and Robert went to dinner or did whatever, you know, rock stars do. And uh, hammered out the agreement for the unleaded project. In which um, they worked together. Robert had the Robert had the leverage in this, in that Robert wanted it to happen. Jimmy had been down 
for 15 years. Um, and Jimmy had his shit together enough. And he did the Coverdale page thing, which I'm off the record, apparently pissed Robert off to no end with like David Coverdale being David Coverdale. So there was that little jealousy thing. And, and the spitefulness of like, let's ruin, let's derail Jimmy's project. Will he come back for me? Will he leave her? Will he leave her for me? Will he leave her at the altar? Her being David Coverdale. And yes, he did. He left her at the altar, went back. And, um, as part, as the agreement was the band, Robert's band, Michael Lee, Robert's drummer, Charlie Jones, Robert's bass player and son-in-law. They're going to be orchestras. There's going to be the standard Western symphony orchestra where they would just pick up whatever string section was in the town, rehearse with them in the afternoon, and they got it. Lots of bands do that. They also traveled with uh, an Egyptian or a Middle Eastern orchestra and percussion group. That was super-duper cool. They had a guy playing the hurdy-gurdy. Super rad. Hurdy-gurdy, the cranked instrument, which is a rosin wheel, and it's neat. It It's neat. It goes back to the Middle Ages. It's like a 1,000 years old, and it's it's cool. And then they had banjo players and hippies and bodrum players, and then Paul Thompson, the guitarist for The Cure, was up there too um, as a second guitarist, which... Uh, benefited for sometimes because you know the ninety the ninety eight tour in my opinion was much better than the ninety five tour Jimmy wise but it was great and then by ninety six when they went to Asia and uh, Australia and South America Asia just Japan um, they 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 shaved down the band a little bit so it was basically the just a four piece and the extraneous you know other folks that were mentioned so Pearl Thompson hit the road and it was just a four piece and they worked on songs and things that they didn't really do on the tour but they had taken the time and spent the money to work out orchestrations for so on this tour we're hearing T for one we're hearing um I think we heard Achilles last stand once and and things like that, where they're working out, you know, they paid for it. Why not give it a trial run? So that's what we heard last week. That's what we're hearing this week. Terry Stevenson provided the audios and the uh, visuals for this. If you've seen any videos on YouTube of the Page Plant Tours, there's a high chance it's Terry Stevenson. He was interviewed recently on the Zepfan podcast podcast. By another wonderful Mark, Mark McFall, all the best Marks love Led Zeppelin, who did a uh, an interview with James Cook, I think his name is, the Led Zeppelin News fella, who's been doing Led Zepp News for 10 years, and he also writes for Business Insider magazine. I am going to interview this uh, that fellow next month in December as well, so keep an eye out for that. Friends, Romans, countrymen, let's get going um, there's the backdrop after I said listen to the first episode I explained it anyway that's how I am so we're going to listen to Babe I'm going to leave you great performance on this tour even better in 98 Jimmy makes this let's hear it Tokyo Japan
1996, February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Page Plant.
I really love that. In 98, they did it even better, in my opinion. And uh, great soloing. Very emotive song. Easy song to solo to. Not that Jimmy needs it. But it's an easy song to solo to. That that chord progression of A minor, G, F, E. is uh, It's great, because you can play it just straight pentatonic blues. You can play it country pentatonic. or I can't remember which one's pentatonic minor. Uh, yeah, or you could just play it in A minor and sound like a fucking flamenco player. And Jimmy does all of the above. Beautiful. Beautiful song. Beautiful song, beautiful rendition. All right, you know what else is a beautiful song? It's a song written a little later on in their career on physical graffiti, whereas Babe was on Zeppelin 1... Kashmir. Now this song was great on that tour because it's a song that benefits with having all that instrumentation, all that percussion, all the strings, all the brass, everything. You know what else it could have used? John Paul Jones. But no, that was one of the Robert Plant things. No Jonesy, or else it would be a Led Zeppelin reunion, and he wasn't having that. Very much Robert Plant solo artist. So, uh, they had someone else do Jonesy's job. <laughs> kind of shitty. But whatever. I mean, I get it. It was Those were the conditions. You want to get back with me? This is what you're going to have to do, babe. And Jimmy said, okay, honey, I will do that. And thank God he did. So, Kashmir, ladies and gentlemen. Fan-fucking-tastic performance. 
fantastic, bombastic, one for the ages. Enjoy. Oh, slow, slow, slow. 
Thank you, dear friends in Tokyo. Please, a big, big hand for the All Nippon Orchestra. 90% anyway. And a big, big hand for the Lebanese, Moroccan, inshallah, Bahad, 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 Egyptian pharaohs. I think that was almost jazz. Can't wait for the bootleg. Good night. Tight. Really well done. I love that. I hope you did too. If you did not listen to part one, and if this is your first time listening to my podcast, you can go to heartofmarkness.com and download this entire show. The whole concert, not just the songs that I preview. So you can go there, grab it, and that's with most everything that I cover. The only times I don't is if I'm doing compilation shows. Or, which is very rare, if I have somebody providing a source that they don't want me to share. So, I mean, 95% of everything, at least, is available. So get thee to theheartofmarkness.com and get these shows. And also, if you want to join a group with a couple hundred of the most wonderful people on Earth, uh, you can join the Heart of Markness Facebook group and hang out talk shows, make suggestions, meet some really cool folks with similar interests, etc. And talk to me. Twitter as well. Heart of Markness on Twitter. Please follow me. I will be your friend. And YouTube. I put these out on YouTube as well. And uh, everywhere podcasts can be found, which you know because you're listening. So thank you for the reviews that you guys leave. I've seen them starting to pop up here and there. Really, really wonderful. Really, really helps me out. Helps with getting this show to show up. Um, it is an explicit show because sometimes I say words like doo-doo and butt. And uh, so being tagged explicit drops me in relevance. But I want to keep it real. Yo, although I, it was much more explicit when I first started and I had more of a let's just pretend to be Bill Burr per- persona. But... Uh, now that I've come into my own a bit, I do swear, but not egregiously, I don't think. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So, uh, this is also brought to you through the support of my patrons, the titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. If you go to patreon.com slash heart of Markness, there might be something there for you. See if you like it, or hit the Patreon button on heartofmarkness.com when you're downloading all those free shows. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Manipulation. I had to pause because I started coughing, which led to sneezing, which led to nose blowing. And then I saw the meter still moving. I'm like, fuck, did I record all that? And I didn't. I did pause, but... Oh, I'll be glad to be rid of this. All right. Patrons were what I was talking about. Sorry, I coughed and had a nightmare. Ah, patrons... Titans, upon whose shoulders, patreon.com, guilt, manipulation from the website, getting all these free shows, you wouldn't download a car, would you? Okay, I'm caught up. Here are the current Titans, upon whose shoulders rest this humble yet mighty podcast. A, Laurel and Hardy handshake go out to Brian, Matt, Stephen, George, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegger, 
Chris, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Love each one of you. Thank you very much for helping me do what I do, letting me do what I do, and keeping me honest. I always feel bad when I have to delay a show because it's super easy for me to just walk away from it and be like, I don't do that anymore. It's weird. I can't explain it. Maybe it's an ADD thing I read. That's what it was. You stop doing something and it's just you just get off the Ferris wheel and keep walking. So these people keep me honest and keep me showing up. Now that I've done that, I can go to... Have I done everything? Yeah, I think so. All right, friendos. One last song. What is and what should never be. I like this song. It's cute. It's cool. It's not as badass as when they did it when they were 22 or 23. But it is very nice, even if there is sometimes a slightly longer than expected delay when Jimmy puts the slide on his finger to play the solo. What is and what should never be? Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo. Here we go. And if I say to you tomorrow Take my hand, child, come with me It's to a castle
That's it. We done. I will have another one this Thursday. Another Led Zeppelin one. Maybe I'll do a bonus one tomorrow. I still need to do my patron one for November. That was all going to happen this weekend. It's okay. I have all the ducks in a row. I just need to be able to speak articulately long enough to uh, intelligibly enough for y'all to hear me. All right, guys. Hope you like this. And uh, yeah, sorry, I'm not 100% still. I'm going to go take a nap. All right, guys, love you very much. Please be good to yourselves and each other, and talk to you soon.